Oh, hello everyone on this Thursday morning. Big, big show coming up here on Triple M. Yeah, looking forward to it today. We're going to have a few laughs again, as we always do. We've got Go to the Quote, where we uh, have people on and go head to head. I did that last week, did I? Or not? Yeah, you, you, you did. Competed. Yeah. Action movies yeah, of the 80s. Well, I won't yeah. do it today. Maybe one of you two could jump in, or we could just have two listeners. Uh, we've got another person who wants to donate a hike of hope. This is fantastic. Another We're getting major some momentum sponsor. already. Yeah, yeah this yep. is incredible. Yeah. Yep. I think so, last year it took a little bit longer to to get to mm. the point we're at now. So Solitaire, uh, yesterday, uh, said they'll was, do 200 right. cars. 100 cars. Yeah, 100 cars. Uh, that's right. So, yeah, if you buy a car this month off Solitaire, they will donate money for every car sold. 20 grand off and running. You beauty. Mm. Dits has got some celeb goss. Uh, Loz, what are you going to do today? Have you got something for us that you're just going to blow us out of the water? Um, no, look, you guys have dominated the board today. I'm just kind of, you know what? I'm happy to be a support, uh, okay. supporting actress role. You know? All right. Uh, I'll be the Oscar it's, winner for the best gonna, supporting actress. Can you I'll tell give us... you an insight into how interesting my life is. I've been reading the letters to the editor oh again. My oh, my God. Oh, dear. Yeah, I've got a letter for you. No, I want to read out a letter for you. Okay. A letter to the yeah, editor. Yeah, letter to the editor. Oh, stay Grumpy tuned, old man was on, folks. Yeah. Grumpy old man was on Tuesday. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the world's most boring man could be doing this. Oh, yeah. Let's get into it. Don't touch that dial, I tell you. Oh, letter yeah. to the editor coming up. That's Big right. show. <laughs> Hello, Adelaide. Triple M Breakfast with Rue Dits and Lies. Overnight news. Uh, big lesson to all of us yesterday, how much we are reliant on technology. Yeah, Gee, the I Optus know. thing just closed everything down, didn't it? I sure know. did. Till about five or six o'clock tomorrow, uh, yesterday afternoon. It created a lot of issues just in my little world. I know lots of little businesses that they just said work from home because you can't do anything here. We've got no internet. We've it got affected my golf. Did it? Golf, yeah, scoring. How? People that play golf will know this: that uh, scoring now is done on your phone, <gasps> on an app. Oh, yeah. what? Yeah. You, as you're going around your yep. muck, you have holes yep. into your phone. Yeah, and then automatically your scores get sent into a central base. Paperless scoring. There you go. So it affected all sorts of things that I never ever thought it would. The so, train network went down in Melbourne. Yeah, it's all, insane. All sorts of stuff. I went to Bunnings, and the woman said, as I walked out, "Are you with Optus?" <laughs> I said. No, and she goes, great, you can pay, fantastic. <laughs> all day. They reckon well, people have left IOUs at coffee shops all over yeah. Australia. Now, will they turn up today well, and pay? You know. hope you do the right thing. They're saying they're not going to compensate anyone either, so yeah. uh, good luck, Floptus. Um, speaking of turning up today, the teachers will not be. It's a teacher's strike in South Australia, so if you've got kids and they're at school, this may affect you, it probably will. Yep. Um, teachers are fed up. They're saying that... Situation is untenable for them. Um, they've said no to a four percent. Untenable. I've just thrown that in. Oh, oh. you can't oh. use that. Oh. But do you know what untenable? Yeah. Hamish will start getting worried about port, <laughs> and Dits will start going. Well, Hinkley shouldn't yeah. be there. And, uh, Hamish yeah, wasn't listening. He heard untenable as ears prick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It'll start a whole thing. Yeah. Um, Traders so, will get involved in the teaching. They're saying it's not. He probably has an opinion. That it's not just the pay that they're upset about. It's just the. It's just the chaos of the industry itself. They feel like there's no boundaries. Parents are cont- contacting them all day, well into the evening, 11 p.m. text messages. If they don't reply, they get abused. And it, everyone's worked in a workplace where, oh, there's rules about things, but nobody yeah. enforces them. And if you don't, you know, if you don't reply to that email at 11 p.m., you pay for it the next day one mm. way or another. So you end up doing all the things that you're not meant to be doing. You get stuck in cycles. Of- What's the answer? Here Teachers, the teachers shouldn't be contactable. Outside oh, of hours. But oh, outside of what hours? Well, once they've knocked off. 
Do you honestly think if, well, let's say it's 4pm, they've they've done their day's work, they're in the teacher's staff room and they might have marked a couple of things and go, it's four o'clock, I'm heading home. Do you really think that a classroom with, say, 35 kids, that all of those parents, I'm just going to ring the teacher tonight, I'm going to ring, it's eight o'clock, I've had my dinner, (laughs) I'm just going to ring the teacher. They've been been allowed to do it for so long that every child child Mm. in that classroom, say 30 kids, has two people advocating for them who thinks that their child is the most important person on the planet. So that's 60 people... With their phone number yes. every day. That shouldn't happen. Put, it shouldn't happen. And people need the to learn boundaries. Call, when can they talk to them then? The Seven only in the call. No. 7.30? Never. Why would you? Why do you need to ring the teacher? Or what if they yes, want to ask a question or Ruth, something? Ruth, for decades, we've rung the school office and said, my boy Mark won't be in school today. He's sick. Thank you. Thanks for ringing in. End of story. Done. But there's more th- complicated things than he's sick. And sometimes you do need to talk to a teacher. Well, if he's getting no. bullied. Who's no. He's... Yes. <laughs> No. If he's getting bullied, like, well, he's got learning trouble. issues. That's different. That is that is a higher thing where you ring the headmaster yeah. and say, we need to have a meeting. Listen, I, I agree. To, I agree. On. But I think people just... Just get a better balance. Yeah. No, needs you to be... should never ring a teacher at home. That's a, that's a very... Yeah. Look, my dad was a lecturer. We would get calls at 11 p.m. at night, students so you know stressing like. about exams. And he'd go, hello? Like, yeah. you know, it was it was full on. But... You stopped ringing me about work stuff at What are your top then? three reasons for ringing, <laughs> just off the, you're a parent route, what, top three reasons for wanting to ring a teacher at night? I don't think I've ever rang a teacher. Yeah, no. So we haven't got one, over. There's no. no reason. You're at Hamish. Well, there's probably You've got two little kids. I've never even done that. Never rung a teacher. All right, no. now let's ask your wives. <laughs> What else we got on the air today? We got Sugar Nightclub's back opening. What? How good's this? Driller's back. December the 1st, the iconic Adelaide nightclub. It's been going for bloody years. Driller's done some serious time there. He's done overtime. He has calls at three in the morning. Loves it. That's when he's at his best. Yeah. Uh, But the Gonzo Group, I think they're called, which you've got numerous nightclubs Mm -hmm. around town, are probably um, sorting the back of house and Driller's sorting the front of house. and. Sugar will be, yeah, yeah. there'll be some people going up the stairs that should have went into the cab. Yeah, that's exactly right. (laughs) If you can't walk up the stairs, then you can't get in. And to finish off, gastro cases, which I'm one of them, have gone, they've tripled in the last two months. It's bad, isn't it? Yes. uh, Terrible. What the hell is that? That is a bad one. The rotavirus, they're saying. So (laughs) people used to get um, vaccinated for it, but they reckon not many people are anymore. Okay, well, I'm going to get it. You know what? For the pain I had for 48 hours, I'm actually feeling better for it. It's, do you know what? what? Do you mean? No, Something... I am. I've dropped a few kilos and I'm not <laughs> eating a bit of stuff for a while. I think it's been a good cleanse. All right. Thanks, God. Good detox. Good reset. <laughs> Celebrities. Got a bit of celebrity news for you. Influencers. Instagram, Triple M, Adelaide page, whatever that means. He's got his ear to the ground. Uh, yeah. It'll be downloaded, uploaded. What do you do? Uh, it's like? time for Chris Dittmar's OMG. <laughs> Oh, uh, now, first up, uh, I'm a big fan of the pageant. Uh, okay. The Miss Universe pageant. Oh, now, oh nice one, Nick. Just to uh, have a listen to this announcement. Miss Universe Australia 2023 is Mariah Wilson. Now, Mariah Wilson. she was going to win. Making headlines. Yeah, she was the fave. Making headlines for all the wrong reasons. Uh, they're asking for her to be stripped. <gasps> And I'm here to say, oh, yes, please. Dear. No, of her title. Because it oh, okay. uh, turns this out, no, but tell me this, Loz. Uh, should this, this come into awful. it? <laughs> bear with me. Should this come into it? There are no more pathetic jokes. Um, I don't believe She you. and her parents owe creditors $45 million oh, in collapsed businesses. 
Yeah. What sort of business? Uh, construction. Oh, and what God. they're saying is uh, well, there, there are people good. lining up saying they owe us money. Stop idolising her and telling us how good she right. is. She's off to El Salvador next month to represent Australia. Should be she be stripped of her title because of... Oh. Well, is it her parents or is it her? Well, she's she's a director in 10 of the companies that owe $45 million. Oh, well, then she's, yeah, that's mm. no good. Mm. I wouldn't be happy if All right. she owed me a million I'd, bucks and she was, was going there, to El Salvador. You'd be trying to be a bit quiet, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. interesting. Okay, Maybe anyway. Through the storm. Let's move on. Uh, the world's unfuniest man is coming down to Australia. Uh, Seinfeld's on his way. Oh, oh last time. Oh, what did you just say? Last time he came to Australia, man. he performed in front of 140,000 paid guests. Yeah, why? How? He, well, should we line all those people up and get him to explain it funny. to you? He's he, not funny. Jerry Seinfeld's oh, not funny. He is not funny. Oh, wow. Oh, no, I'm get, before the end of the show, I want you to get me his three best gags and play you, them to us. Well, you, play them obviously, to us. you obviously don't think he's funny. The last time he was here, he called <laughs> Melbourne fine. the anus of the earth. <laughs> That's funny. And he had to apologise. It is. That's funny. Stuff the Victorians. Stuff the Victorians. Victorian dogs. Yeah. Right. Stick that up your bum. I'm missing something here. That's hilarious. Adele is back on the grog. Oh, Oh, that's that's all right, is it? Yeah. This is funny. She said she was a borderline alcoholic. There's nothing borderline about alcoholism. You're either either one or you're not, Adele. Anyway, she's back on it. She said she was boring for a few months. So, uh, uh, Robbie Williams, Doco. Now, you watch this. So we'll have a quick listen to this first. I felt like I was giving more and more of myself away to the point where you're not somebody that you recognise. Being in the spotlight, you can't trust anybody. I was no. having a nervous mental breakdown in front of thousands of people. Now, Rue, you watched this last night. Uh, I watched the first uh, episode. It's about five parts. He described doing this as like watching a slow car crash that he was involved oh, in. Really? He didn't like it. Being he, in the documentary? He or, didn't like watching his life. Oh, yeah. Because he knew what was happening and how bad he was. Right. And, yeah, 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 all yeah, of yeah. that. He got kicked out of a boy band. Take that. Who hmm. were trying huge. To, yeah, they were huge. And then he went downhill and then he got on everything. He was having a real crack there for a while. Right. Then he just nailed a. Uh, what's Angels. His, no, the one, but other one. Let me entertain you. Yes, that yeah. was his first album, mm-hmm. and then dropped off, and then Angels, yeah. and then that he was just superstar. Um, worth that. watching? Was it? Was it interesting? Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, all right. good. Yeah. What about your other uh, doco you mentioned last week? What, what's happened to Stallone? <laughs> Stallone. Um, I got home from the pub Saturday night after being at the Alma for five or six hours in the Pundas Club, we and I started watching it, and I fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. So, so I'm not it's sure. It's a glowing stars, yeah. No, no, I've got to go and have a try and have right a crack watching it under the influence. People Magazine's announced the world's sexiest man, Patrick oh. Dempsey McDreamy. Oh. I want to marry you. I want to have kids with you. Oh. I want to build this house. Stop that. It's making me uncomfortable. I want to settle down. I'm a commitment folk. He's, talking, he's talking to you. Every woman on every he's talking to you. Uh, sorry, I just, <laughs> that's right. really nice and everything. Um, you're really cute, but <laughs> that's a bit much. Um, <laughs> calm down, Patty. No, he is very handsome. Yeah. I, did, I haven't really thought about him in a long time. I'm I just surprised he was off that the, he's uh, off, off the, the radar scene. a little yeah. bit. That's yeah. a Grey, bit of Grey's an odd Anatomy choice. was years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, he, I think yeah. it's actually still running. But yeah, oh, he's so actually the old boys. Uh, he's not in it. How old would he be? About 50, 50. 45, 50? Yeah, but he's definitely he's definitely attractive. But uh, yeah, I just hadn't thought about him in about nine years. So <laughs> <laughs> right. Congrats to him. A lot of the old boys win that, don't they? 
Pierce Brosnan's had a couple. Daniel Craig. George Clooney. Clooney. Yeah, see, I reckon the average age of these winners would be in their 40s, wouldn't they? Yeah. 50s? I think we're start seeing a bit of a trend here. So an older, mature man's yeah, good, is it? Well, they actually say they do a world's oh. best grandpa. They do. Pierce Brosnan was that this year. Was he? Bold us. No, seriously, it Where was. It's 007. Dits. Top 10? Uh, yeah, I think it would be 11th. like a... That magazine would be like a jester scroll. You'd have in, to unroll that list for about ten. three metres. In Lockleys, <laughs> if you're left-handed. Rude, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a loss. Triple M. 721 on Triple M. Teacher strike in Adelaide today, South Australia. Uh, and some are coming out and saying it's not about the money, Loz. What's the story? Well, they're saying that it's not just about the money. The conditions in general are unworkable, untenable, to use a, mm-hmm. a, a popular word at the moment. Um <laughs> I kind of get what they're saying. They're saying their hours are just, they don't work from eight till four and then they clock off and that's yeah. it. Jeez, not many people do. Not many people do, but I think it's particularly extreme with teachers. Parents have their contact details. They're contacted sometimes right up until, you know, early hours of the next morning with yep. texts. And um, parents care about their children a lot, which is fair enough. But the boundaries, I think, are being violated slightly here. There's also this huge workload. Um, the syllabus is, you know, they're really, some of these teachers are 12 teaching. 12 weeks holidays. Yeah, we some other people yeah. get that too. It's outrageous. Um, but they. <laughs> don't I don't know who's on, on, on here. I think teachers should be paid well. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, totally. And agree. are they already paid well? That's a good question. Let's find out. Please ring us, and we're mm. serious about this. Ring us and tell us. Educate us on this topic because I, I'm three and a half percent every year. Dits is not a massive improvement. That's just standard at the moment. That's actually. Under yeah, but eight point six is too much. What they were asking, I know, for, they I know. But, but are they doing that thing where you're negotiating and you go very claim. high? All right, but Liz, the other thing we talked about this earlier this morning, and I'm on their side. I, parents should not be able to just go. I'm going to ring the teacher, mm. and it's you know nine o'clock at night. I, I think yeah. that's a no no. Like, oh, you shouldn't be allowed to do that. But and they what do. This is, is one of the things they're complaining about. Don't answer it. Well, you don't answer it, but this is the thing. You cannot answer it, but then you get abuse from the that's parents. Right. You fall behind with the communication. It's like any other job, you know. It, to compare it, very, and we have a very cruisy situation here, but if I don't look at our WhatsApp group all day and then in the, you know, yeah, after that, I clock off, then I'm going to fall it, behind. Exactly. That's our job. Yes, but their job is seven. they're paid for that, what they do, uh, and then all that extra stuff is just becoming really hard to bear. So I've, I understand where they're coming from. Teachers, parents, whoever's listening, what do you think about this teacher strike at the moment? Should they be doing it? Shouldn't they be doing it? What's going on out there? A teacher strike today. Now we're hearing stories that they're saying it's not about the money; it's about other things. Well, it has conditions. to be about the money. Well, it's a bit of everything. Let's find out. Uh, we've got some calling in right now. Tamara at Fulham Gardens. Hello. Good morning. Are you a teacher? I am a teacher. Yes. Okay. What can you tell us? Okay. So yes, it is about the pay, but it's also about the conditions. Yep. Uh, in the last twenty years, education has changed, and we have a lot more inclusive classrooms. And that. Involves- what do you mean by that? More behaviours, more okay. dealing with students with difficulties. Yep. Um, Is there more kids with difficulties or are you just putting them all in the same no, class? No, there is, and there's different levels, but there is definitely more difficulties to deal with in the classroom than what we dealt with 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah, I agree. What yeah. about your out-of-work time? How do you feel that's being impacted? That. That is not portrayed the way it actually happens in the media. We do spend our two weeks off catching up from what we didn't get achieved throughout the term as well as planning for the next term. Would you do a week's work and a week off or something like that? 
Uh, half and half. Yeah. Um, depends on who the type of teacher you are and that yeah. sort of thing. But uh-huh. we do get release every day to do our work. But that's quite often chewed up by behaviours. Yeah. We're following up with parents. Mm. We're following up with students that miss data testing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Thanks, right. Tamara. Thank you, Tamara. Thank you, Tamara. Good Brilliant. call. Let's go to Evandale. Jason, what would you like to say about the teacher strike today? Rude, it's Loz. How you going? All right? Good, good, good. Good. What would you like to say? Uh, yeah, I'm about 10 years in and I absolutely adore teaching. Um, it's great to sort of see growth from these kids, but every single year we seem to teach less and less. Really? Data collection. Yeah, 100%, mate. There's extra data collection. There's kids that are verified that come into your class that need support that don't get it, can't access it. Unverified kids, challenging behaviours. It's just the workload is becoming more and more every single year. What about the so, fact that we're hearing about, you know, teachers being contacted out of hours? This is something that I personally don't like. Do you do you get many, many inquiries from parents? Yeah, mate. I mean, you need to be accessible, which is tricky because it's a bit of a double-edged sword. You really want to, you know, be accessible to show care for these kids. But, you know, we've got our own lives. So it's it's that sort of decision as a teacher. Do you stop kind of responding to emails after five or well, six But what sort of thing out of hours could be that important? Like, in my, and I'm, I'm a dinosaur, I'm going back a long time here, but the only contact my parents would have with the school would be to ring the office to say, he's sick today, he's not attending. That would be the only contact I can ever remember. Mm. Having. What, what sort of things, seriously, yeah. the parents need to call you for? Great question. And I mean, I was very much the same growing up, mate. But I mean, if you've got a kid that, say, suffers anxiety um, or, you know, some sort of a learning need and the parent wants to give you some context in it so that you can be wary of it, you know, rolling into the day, mm-hmm. you know, relation- relationships are the number one. So if I've got a kid who's highly anxious and they had a bit of a tricky night, mm-hmm. a parent might contact you about those sort of things. So Sometimes there is reason for it, but like they, like I said, you sort of do need to be accessible, which is very tricky. Mm. Well, who's setting up a bloody situation where you're teaching less? Like how the kid, if you teach less, the kids are going to be less smarter at the end of the day, aren't they? That- yeah. So I mean, it's it's again, it's that workload stuff. It's data collection. It's extra. Well, who's one bringing plan- it in? Why are they doing this? If we want, if that's just setting ourselves up to fail. Yeah, I agree, Rue, mate. This is the problem is teaching is becoming more and more prescriptive. They're sort of telling – there's no, no, I guess, grey areas with teaching. It's you've got to do this, you've got to collect this. There's no – yeah. And are there more kids with learning difficulties than 10, 20 years ago? Why is this happening? Are we – something happened to society or what's happening? Great question again. I think there are more that are certainly verified because mm. our ability to assess is greater. So they were just um, slipping through the net before, were they? I think so. But then because they're a, they've got a you know a learning need, we've got to be able to help them and differentiate in the classroom. And if you've got a class of you know twenty eight and oh, you've got impossible. you know five that yeah you've got five that are verified, you've got five that aren't, but definitely Jeez. have some learning challenges. You've yep. really got to kind of change your curriculum all around. It's yeah. uh, it yeah. is tricky, mate. Yeah, Jason, I, Jason I, want to, I want to say something really controversial, maybe here, and there'll be parents sure. listening, slamming and we go, "Hey, my kid suffers from this." But I want to go back to this. I believe your job is to teach our kids to read and write and do maths and English and all the subjects. Yeah, I don't believe it's your job that at night someone rings you and says, uh, my child's suffering anxiety and had an episode. 
I yep. think that is for an expert. That is for yeah, but the medical practitioners. No, 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 no. But that's what I'm saying. Teachers I've coached surely. kids like that, and if you don't get told that, you treat them all the same, and it doesn't work treating them all the same. But surely they are specialists that help those kids. But in where the, are the specialists? There's, other no, areas. Specialist there's no, so there's, there's no, no specialists Hang on. in the class. No, if you're, <laughs> how does Jason? Then clearly, teach? all right. They're clearly on on the outlier here. I I think I think kids get sent to school every day to do their maths and English and learn. And we're talking now child psychology and experts in anxiety and things like that. Jason, as a teacher, is trained to be a teacher, surely. No, I don't agree. All right. No, because look, if, it's, if, you're, if one of us in here is a little bit different, you want to know that. If the, if the kid, teacher doesn't know that and he doesn't know they've had a bad night or whatever and they go straight at the... They're not going to be at their best. I just think it's open to mm. abuse where Jason will get Definitely. 10 phone calls each night going, oh, please, well, be, is. please be a bit easier Look, on so-and-so as... tomorrow because of this, or please you know, take this into account, or please take yeah. that into account. Yeah. Yeah. That makes it's... it harder and more work. I don't There's think no it's necessarily it. his responsibility, but as a kid who had pretty, I had learning issues that didn't get picked up, it's bloody hard. But again, isn't that for an expert? Yeah, but there, but there was no, no one experts. paying attention to me. Saying? There was no one looking for it, and they just ignored it if they saw it because they weren't supposed. That's not their job. So well, you know, I, I feel for the Jasons. I of do this too. World. I oh, really it is. Do. That's what, and that's why they're probably saying what they want SSOs. Uh, let's go to an anonymous caller. We're running a bit behind, but it's very important. Let's have hear what you have got to say. Hello. How Hello. Are you? How are you? Good. Thanks. Good, thank you. I work at a school, not as a teacher, and obviously being a parent. And schools have changed dramatically over the years. And as the previous caller said, the amount of students with difficulties, the amount of anxiety, the amount of, depending on the socioeconomic area that you come from, you are dealing with domestic violence, you are dealing with trauma, you are dealing with kids coming to school that haven't been fed. There is a lot of communication that does go on, but it's not... And teachers, you think they have 12 weeks holiday, but they actually don't. No, They're we're only joking a bit before, before that. Before and during the holidays. And a lot of these kids that have been verified used to be qualified for special schools or special classes, but they don't have enough places. Right. So therefore, they're in the classes, and yeah. that's actually not fair on that individual child. It is not fair All on the, the other others. kids in the class, and it's not fair on the teacher. Uh, so mm. that sort of quality well. is... Ridiculous and the differentiation. Yep. You know, you might be a year four teacher, but you're having to differentiate from reception to year six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks, anonymous. Good call. Let's go to one more. Another anonymous caller. What would you like to say quickly, please? Hello, Hello anonymous. Hello. Hello. How you going? Hi, um, so I'm actually the wife of um, an assistant principal in a school that's low socioeconomic and yep. the conditions um, that these guys have to put up with is just outrageous, you know, um, they're dealing with abuse, um, like no other job would you be called, you know, I'm not even going to say yeah. What is wrong with these kids abusing uh, teachers for Christ's sake? Anyway, back in, you know, 10, 20 years ago, you respected your teachers. Why aren't yeah. they respecting teachers? Well, there just isn't um, the, uh, you know, garbage. Or, um, you know, and it's from parents too. Um, there's constantly uh, emails trying to engage families about these behaviours and there's just mm. no, um, you know, you know, no care. I, um, yep. I could go on and on. Standard like, um, slipping. Yeah. Yeah. There's, you know, um, holidays. I, you know, we have a young family and my partner has to spend holidays um, 
planning, writing reports, um, trying to engage other services to support these kids. Um, it's just, it is so bad. You know, money's one thing, but the conditions yeah. are just not good enough. And that's why people are leaving. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. A couple of great calls there. Very good calls. Thanks yeah. for coming on, guys, yeah. and giving us your opinion. I know it's not easy to talk about these things. And, you know, you can remain anonymous too because it is hard to discuss these things. Well, we left the studio yesterday and headed out to do whatever we do after, uh, you know, about 10 o'clock and nearly got to the edge of the CBD, nearly over near Hutt Street. And I nearly pulled my car over. I saw mm. a bloke cruising along with a baby on his chest. Mm. You know how they have him looking forwards, like, you know, the, the bloke who's walking is. And the little baby's legs were kicking around and his oh. arms were kicking around. And Cute. I nearly had to pull the car over and go and steal the baby. <laughs> I, I, I just get oh, so bro. clucky baby. when I see kids like that. <gasps> Do Are you? you serious? Yeah, and you know what? I was, this is, oh, this might sound stupid. I can't wait to be a grandpa. Really. Oh, you? Yeah, you'll be the <laughs> best oh, grandpa. Oh, six think, not enough. Well, yeah, no, geez. my youngest one's seven, and he's starting to turn into like a, a genuine boy. Yeah. Um, you know, and no more baby sort of little. Yeah. If I see a baby anywhere, and I don't even know the people. Yeah. I'm. I'm nearly asking if I can have a hold. Yeah. Oh, Rude, come on. <laughs> no, I do. I've done it before. I've had a hold of people's babies I don't even know. I just can't. I just love the, the little fat little yeah. uh, arms and hands and oh buff heads. And, yeah. Um, they smell good too. There's something oh. about a baby's head smell. I just get, I, I just can't help it. It's just like an addiction. Yeah. I get it. Do you know what? I don't know many men who have it. I know a lot of women who have it. Um, but it, it, there is something about it. If you see a cute baby, I was in a shopping line the other day and the mum had a pram and she was kind of with the other kid talking to her, and the baby looked at me mm. and oh. started smiling and yeah. laughing. <laughs> and I just went, oh, good God. I mean, it was insane. And then it made my day. It just made my day. <laughs> Giggling little baby. Off he went. Oh, look, oh. I, I'm happy to put my hand up. I'm as clucky as when I see kids, but I don't know. If, what, you don't reckon many blokes like that? Don't I don't think so. I think with their what? own kids, they well, really got, love their you own got no babies. no connection but... with them when you see them? Um, like a stranger's I, baby. No, kids are cute. Yeah, yeah. I, I see what you're saying, but I don't think it grabs me like, yeah. like that. Mm. No. Well, maybe I'm the old man. I want to yeah. go and pick up someone else's baby. Well, is there anyone like What if they had little pigtails and little fat legs? Yeah. <laughs> Blokes, women, are you as clucky as me when you see those little babies? One of my favourite things is having, when I had young kids was to carry them on the front when they look the other way and you can just feel their legs kicking around mm. and arms going everywhere and I don't know. It little just gets me legs. going. Root, George from Hunt. Phil Heights has texted in, just had a newborn. Out in public, we get mostly men that stop us. Really? Like, which is what you're saying. Well, that's good, George. Oh, that's beautiful. Let's head to Dutton. G'day, Rick. Are you a bit clucky, are you? G'day, Rue. G'day, Dits. Uh, hey, Loss. How you hey. Going? Good, good. You get a bit clucky, Rick? Oh, yeah, absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Everywhere I go, little babies, they always look at me, smile at me. I don't know what it is. They think you're beautiful, do they? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but they always seem to look at me. And I, oh yeah, yeah. I've got a couple of daughters myself, twenty-two and seventeen. So definitely looking forward to being a par for sure. Oh, yeah. you love oh, it. Good on you, Rick. Beautiful. You sound like you got a big, cuddly, cute face. Oh, on you you must do. Uh, let's go to the Barossa Valley. Trev, do you get a bit clucky? Very, very clucky, man. Uh, <laughs> 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 Tell us what happens. 
Oh, I just I, everywhere I go, even on a te- on a TV show, I've just always loved little children. Still do. If I see people coming back from Cairns other day and uh, in the train, you know, little happen to be a little Aboriginal baby. I spoke to the parents and beard. You know, I just can't help but ask. You know, ask about the little ones, whoever they are, and tell them to love them and nurture them and enjoy them. Oh, Good on you, Trevor. Trev. Well said. <laughs> what a beautiful uh, man. Let's go to Gulfview Heights. G'day, Andrew. You're getting a bit clucky, eh, Andrew? G'day, guys. Yeah, I'm certainly guilty of, uh, you know, gravitating towards a baby in the room when there is one to have a hold. Aww. Oh, that's good. Now, now, I can actually vouch for you, Rue, because about 10 years ago at the Alma, you sort of uh, gravitated towards my young daughter and uh, had a bit of a chat with us while we were enjoying ourselves and ended up having a hold of my daughter. Oh, so, uh, that's what I do. I can't <laughs> help her. I can't help her. Cute. Oh, gee, we probably bought her a beer. Isn't it? <laughs> Let's go to, oh, here's Adrian from AGL and Sons Crane. Oh, Adrian, we haven't spoken to you since uh, our river run. How are you? Good day, Mike. Very well, mate, yourself? Very good. Thanks for calling in. How are you? How's things? Yeah. Oh, not too bad, mate. The river shacks have been knocked down, mate. Things are moving up there and... Uh, we're starting to get ahead of things now, well, which is good. You were fantastic good. in supporting uh, our river run that we did, Adrian. Thank you very much for that. What, do you get a bit clucky no. as well? No, mate, no, I'm ringing about you, buddy. 20 years ago, we were at the Balaclava Cup. Yeah. My daughter, Amy, she's just about to turn 21. Yeah. And uh, Liz, Liz and I, mate, were at the Cup, and uh, you and Simon Goodwin, a few there, and Amy was about three, four months old, and you just asked straight away, oh, do you mind if I hold it? It was so funny, cute. mate, because uh, there you were cuddling our, uh, our little three-month-old baby. Mate, you had it for about 15 minutes. You didn't want to give it back. Oh, I'm, a, I'm not a crazy uh, man. Anyway, I missed that, Jeff. <laughs> uh, oh, I hope I didn't drop sweet. her after a few beers. No, it's a great memory, mate. Good luck, buddy. All right, thanks, listen, Adrian. Anyone, listen, if you need your kids' babysat yeah. story again, Rue, we'll give out Rue's phone number yeah. in just a minute. He doesn't charge much. Oh, yeah. well, I think it's nice. It anyway. is nice. <laughs> Rue's babysitting nice. service. Oh, yeah, so what a beautiful stuff. phone that was. Yeah. That's made me very happy. Very wholesome. Just a little, hang on, hang on, not oh, yet. Hey. Not yet, not yet. Give me a chance. Hold up. Just a little Hang intro. Into, you have tuned uh, into the FM dial. I just want right. you to realise. <laughs> but my new segment. going back to his double A days. I just want to read, I just want to read uh, letters to the editor this morning. Oh. All right. No, this is. Oh, you do a great Have you done your crossword? Right? I'm going to read. Not yet. I'll get to that. Sudoku? No, during your next segment, I'll be doing oh. it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say very good morning <laughs> to Lady Sky Greg. Who? Lady Sky Greg is her name from Blair Athol. Lady Sky He's on Greg. Her Blair Athol. Look, I'm not saying I agree with this. I'm throwing it out there to get your opinion on this because it's made me think. Okay. It's made me think. When do you read these things? All the time. Oh. She wants to talk about her water bill and her rates, all right? Both are calculated and increased on the perceived value of my home, she says. Any product is only worth what someone will pay for it. My house cost me $389,000. I have not put it on the market. Therefore, the price paid is still $389,000. Are you with us so far, bro? Yes. Right. If my house was to be sold today at six hundred and sixty, then and only then is it worth six hundred and sixty thousand dollars? Not while it is only worth what someone, that being me, paid for it. I object to my bills going up based solely on the value after it would no longer be my home. Has she got a point, Rue? You are the economic expert here. Uh, no. Why? Why? <laughs> because uh, what she paid for it, what it's worth, are two completely different things. Yeah. Mm. But That's why? True. What she's saying is it's a perceived. 
value. All right. And we know what's happening to the housing market. Then, yeah, Mr. Letter to the Editor, read it. If 99% of people <laughs> in that suburb lived in there and bought their house 30 years ago and you moved into that council area and you paid $1 million for it and your rates were so much higher than everyone else's and the roads weren't getting done and the bins weren't getting picked up, well, you'd be pissed off at everyone else? Yep. I think you make a point. All right. Mm. All right. Move on. <laughs> Something very unusual just happened. I want you to respond to Ruth tomorrow or another letter to the editor. Come on, you've got it. Don't, but don't, I do, you know don't what take I, this lying down. I've got to, I do agree with Lady, what's her name? Sky, Sky Greg. Lady Sky Greg, I do agree. Water bills should not have anything to do with the value of your home because you're still using the same bloody water. Well, isn't it that... should be measured by how much water you bloody use. Well, I think she's not saying that, but I kind of think she's heading that way. You're right. Mm. It should be. I water totally is agree. about consumption. It is. Not about how much your bloody house is worth. Spot on. It's got zero to do with it. Yeah. So stick that up your bum. So you like this segment now, don't you? And you can stick it up your bum. Thanks, that's Jackie. That's yeah, that's Lady nice. Jackie. That's right. Tomorrow, Tasmania. more letters to the editor. Ooh, I like this. Read it to Loz Triple M. If you can't remember the last time you had your brakes checked, it's been too long. Call 1300 Automasters. Have you heard? Have you heard? Have you heard? Your Ruber file's been on the money a few times. Every morning at 7.40am, hear what's happening in Adelaide. First, mm. the rumour mill. We've had a couple of texts on the text line about where Tom Jonas will be playing football next year, the former Port Adelaide uh, captain who's now retired from AFL football. There's been a lot of talk about him playing at Ross Trevorold Collegians, which is his old school, and that might be the case. But we've got an anonymous texter on the line saying that Tom Jonas will be playing some games of football in Kangaroo Island next year. K.I. Okay. All right. And this said it is very good mail. But good mail. I want to be anonymous, please. Don't know. Mm. So I'll do a bit of digging. Yeah. I'll ring Tommy Jones and find out what's All going right. on there. Heading over mm. to KI. Big name arriving in town this Saturday. Greg Norman <gasps> will be at the Grange Golf Club this Saturday. Wow. Live now golf. we know Live is happening again next year at yep. some time. They haven't announced the dates. Yeah, uh, they haven't announced the dates. They haven't yet. announced the they dates. They said it's yet, in though. April, isn't it? Uh, well, we think we don't know. The dates haven't been announced. Anyway, Greg Norman here on Saturday, and we'll conduct a press conference at Grange Golf Club Saturday, so we'll find out more. We've Fantastic. had enough sharks around lately. That's we? true. Yeah, there you oh. go. <laughs> Three to the loss. Triple M. If you know who this is, please do something. Or where this is from, you never know what you're going to get. You know your quotes. Triple M is looking for the goat of the quotes. All right, we've got a couple of callers on the line to go head-to-head to guess the uh, quotes from politicians. A bit of funny comments I've made in the past, and mm. the best uh, person today at the go to the quote wins a family pass. Where to? Palace, Palace Nova, Nova Cinemas. Beautiful. Oh, a day out with the family. Yeah, nice. Particularly yeah. on a nice hot day, you go to the cool cinemas. That'd yeah. be lovely. Yeah. All right, let's head up the hills to Bow Hannah. G'day, Marcus. G'day, Roo. Yeah. Did, how how yeah, are you with politicians' quotes? Oh, fair to average. To yeah, average. That's all right. Yeah. Check your buzzer, please. Mark. Well done. Nice. Yeah, Let's go nice. to Chandler's Hill. G'day, Craig. Hey, guys. How are you going? Good. You looking forward to the heat tomorrow? Absolutely not. Oh, oh okay. Check no. your buzzer then. Yeah, it's Craig. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. All right, you listen to Loz. Here we go. Rock and roll. Center. All right, we're going to play the first grab. When you know what it is, say your name. Let's go. The coalition of yesterday, the no coalition of today. That's Craig. That's bad, Bob Hawke. 
Oh. Oh. It's no, open to Mark. No. Mark, who do you think it is? John Howard? No. Oh. Gee, how well do we know our Prime Minister? Too. It's uh, Albo. Can I give a clue? Nah, you don't have to. Oh, oh you just did. Just, oh, just said Albo. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm right. a step behind. Nil, nil. All right, <laughs> let's go for break. the second one, guys. Come on. I say to the Leader of the Opposition, Mark. I will not be oh, lectured about sexism and Mark. misogyny. Julia Gillard. Well done, well done, done Mark. Mark one, Craig nil. I tell you what, any boss who's actually Craig. Yes, Craig. up the day is a bug. Craig. Craig. Yeah, of course it was. America's Cup. There you go. Yep. And you can stick it up your bum. Craig. That's yes, what's Craig. going on. Oh, the one from Tassie, bloody. Um... <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's her name? <laughs> She's from Tassie. <laughs> Time. Right, oh, Mark. Jackie Lamb. Well yeah, done. That's oh, it. Oh, good. Mark two, Craig one. Oh, fair shake of the sauce bottle, mate. Oh. oh. That's a tough one. Oh, fair shake of the sauce bottle, mate. I thought he said suck. No, no, no. Right, Do you want a clue? There's silence. Shake it. He might have been in and out of the prime ministership. Come in. Fair shake of the sauce bottle, mate. Kicked out John Howard. Doug Craig. Yes, Craig. Kevin Rudd. Yes, Kevin 07. 2 2. Not sure if you can be proud of that one, but yeah, you got it anyway. Let's see the next one. I haven't flip-flopped. I said Mark. no yes, Mark. originally. Then I said yes. Paul Lune. Can we listen to that whole grab Let's listen to it just for comedy. Just for fun. I haven't flip-flopped. I said no originally. Then I said yes. Then I have said no and I've stuck to it. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't flip-flopped. Please explain, Pauline. Oh, that's fantastic. That's what right. it is, What's the score These this? people run the country. Uh, Mark uh, three, Craig two. Oh, right. Here we go. Come on, you folks. It was on 60 Minutes. The last Prime Minister. Yeah. Go, no. Yeah. Hey, hey, it's a that? thriller. It's 3 3. <laughs> okay. right. I mean, let there be a thousand blossoms bloom as far as I'm concerned. Oh, Craig. But I ain't yes, spending any time on it. Craig. Uh, Bob Catter. Bob yeah. Catter. Yeah. Uh, let's listen to that, please. Oh. I mean, let there be a thousand blossoms bloom as far as I'm concerned. You know, but I ain't spending any time on it because, in the meantime, every three months, a person is torn to pieces by a crocodile in North Queensland. Yeah, there you bloody go. oath, Bob. Jekyll and Hyde yeah. there, isn't the it? Crocs under control hey, first. It's a thriller. It's Craig 4, Mark 3. Okay. okay. Here we one. go. <laughs> that was the first beer that I have had for about three months. Gee, there's silence out there in the suburb. That was the first beer that I have had for about three months. And it was a beer with Rue, too. It was. The pandemic premiere. Come on, boys. All right, done. Stephen Marshall. 4 3. All right, 4 3. Craig is the winner. Well done. Well done, boys. Good on you, Craig. Well done, mate. You're off to the Palace Nova Cinemas family pass there. Thanks for playing. Hey, we've got a very big announcement to make for our hike for hope. Yeah, major sponsor coming on board next. You beauty. Never heard of this mob before either. (laughs) Triple M. Triple M Breakfast with Rue, Dits and Loz. Best breakfast show in Adelaide. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Lehman. Lehman! I'm Anthony Lehman. Oh, starring on the Triple M Melbourne Breakfast Show at the moment. Did you head off to the Cup, Lemo? 
Oh, the uh, I was uh, I was nup to the cup the other day. <laughs> I mean, not not making a statement. I just uh, was at home with the wife and went. No, nah, I can't be bothered today. Yeah. Oh, Lemus, yeah. so you're getting we, old, mate. I uh, yeah, I am, Rue. I am. We put on a the wife and I boxed up a trifecta. That's that's the type of thing it sounds like <laughs> people might do when they're in their eighties. But that was that was the one bet we managed to put on. But I uh, I was just too excited about the interest rates announcement. I just had to be home for that. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was uh, I went in and tried to watch it live in at the Reserve Bank. I couldn't get in. Yeah. Uh, so I I just had to get the updates online. Yeah. And I imagine the excitement when my wife and I saw it was going up a quarter of a percent. Oh. Ooh, tell you what, on Cup Day that's bloody unAustralian as it well. Is. Yeah, yeah, I reckon. Need to change Pick that another habit. day. Yes. Oh, what, what, why don't they the... drop the bloody rates just so that they cover some of the losses we made on True. the day? Yeah, exactly. That would be the Australian way to do it. What next? The bloody beer tax on Australia Day? Mm. <laughs> Is that... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sounds about right. right. You the might Reserve need to Bank... get into politics, Lima. Yeah. They're well. They're officially ruining Christmas. The Reserve Bank. So. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, no that presents. would be my pitch. I don't know if you people can remember years ago, right? Loz, you might be too young for this, but the two old fellas in the studio there might remember. When the GST was introduced, mm. people were like, oh, what's this going to mean? What does it do? And there was an ad in the paper uh, <laughs> wanting people to join a campaign to stop GST on beer, right? <laughs> Not one other product was singled out for a campaign. Not one in the whole country. Bread, beer. Milk, baby formula. Yeah, baby formula. No, none of that. No, no. Beer had its yeah. own campaign. That's right. Yeah, exactly. I'm shocked it didn't get, get through, to be honest. Mm. We haven't given up yet. No, we're still fighting a good fight. I can tell you that much. Hey, now, a question for you guys. I don't know if anyone can help me out here, but, of course, a big win by without a fight in the Melbourne Cup. Yes, Mark, so it was. On board there, and the Friedman family involved as well, and there was a huge celebration afterwards uh, in Melbourne for all the owners and trainers and jockey and everything. Was, what about the horse? Does yeah. the horse does the gets horse a get a, gets an extra carrot? Yeah. Does is there a little hoof massage or something there, Dits, that the horse <laughs> well, gets that night? Or? Yeah, I think they do. I think they spoil them. Give them a special feed or gets something. Gets to go to the uh, be a stallion for the next twenty years. That's not a bad. Re- Reward, oh. just getting a few mares wheeled in every day. Well, yeah, that gets sent off to a beautiful paddock and it just gets to have special cuddles for the rest of the oh, every day. Oh, yeah. if you could be reincarnated, you're coming back Why as a stallion, that with aren't you, Rick? Oh, <laughs> oh they sort of do, don't they? Well, they do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't, don't most footballers put themselves out to start after they retire, Ruth? Uh, oh. They get paid for it, though. Breed uh, <laughs> the next generation. That is a good point, though. Without a fight, can swipe right with impunity forever <laughs> now. <laughs> Yeah, Corfu <laughs> Cup and Melbourne uh, Cup. No need for groundwork ever again. No. Flowers, chocolates, forget about it. I want a Melbourne Cup. <laughs> Come over here, sweetheart. And pay for the privilege Let's make a few million. Yeah. Yeah. One last one for you on the Melbourne Cup as well. Did you see Delta Goodrum, John Stevens, and Natalie Imbruglia mm. yeah. performed? <laughs> yeah. And they didn't sing horses, which I thought was a <laughs> massive oversight from yeah. them. Yeah. But they were criticised by a lot of people. And oh, I, come on. Thought, yeah, I know. I thought, I thought it was a little bit unfair. But at the same time, I thought, you know, Kiss was such a hit mm. at the AFL Grand Final. Why didn't they get Kiss to perform oh. at the Melbourne Cup? The four of them could have ridden in on horses. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it would have <laughs> looked like sort of Mardi Gras meets Game of Thrones as they pulled yeah. up. <laughs> at Flemington there. Mel Ow. Gibson in Braveheart. Yeah. That's what they look like. Oh, there we go. You can take our makeup, but you'll never take our freedom. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, Lamo. Keep I'm up the really good work, mate. We'll speak <laughs> to you next week. Good on you guys. Triple M Breakfast with Rude Dits and Lies. The 2023 Hike for Hope. Uh, we're going to walk 30K on the 23rd, Thursday the 23rd of November. We met Renee last week, who's got three children, yeah. all under nine, Absolutely. all suffering from Horrific. a thing called childhood dementia, which yeah. we knew nothing about. Little Heroes brought this to our attention. There is just next to no funding well, for it. Two million compared to 40 million yep. for, compared to cancer, and just about the same amount of kids there's uh, no, die from it. There's no cure. It's under-researched, and mm. she sort of is operating in a world. She's got a lot of support from Little Heroes, but... It's it's not the same as other illnesses that children get. In she terms was of told to go home and just do the best you can. Yeah, there's nothing. Don't we Google can it. Do they said children Most don't even oh. die by the time they're eighteen. Yeah, it's absolutely. It's horrible. really really sad. It really is. And we're trying to do our small bit. Solitaire have come on as a major sponsor this morning. We can announce our joint major sponsor. And I've got to tell you, this company put their hand up every single time. Mm-hmm. Every time we need some help. McGain Real Estate hey. jump on. We love it. Mike Dobbin. Good morning from McGain's. Thank you so much. Hey guys, how you going? What did you do back the winner of the Melbourne Cup? Did you? <laughs> yeah, I actually did back the winner of the he Melbourne did. Cup. Oh, oh, he did. Come on, you can do anything. <laughs> no, I, I, I backed four horses in the race though. Oh, oh that's okay. all right. Yeah. yeah, but then I still walked out a loser for the day. So yeah. Yeah. Well, you're winning <laughs> by being the major sponsor for our walk hike for hope. Yeah. This is brilliant, Mike. Thank you very, very yeah. much. No, our pleasure, again. No problems at all. Uh, and the other thing I can tell you, look, he is a generous bloke. He, he's such a good friend of ours, but he, he shouted 600 people lunch on Melbourne Cup Day as well. 600? So just the 600 he shouted. What so do you mean? It was a great effort, Mike, and it was a good day, wasn't it? Yeah, it seemed like a good day. Um, <laughs> a lot of people went missing. I think you did a backdoor at some yeah, stage. I did. Uh, a ghost? We yeah. yeah, I think we were best about to announce the uh, fashions on the field or something like that, yeah. uh, and they oh. couldn't find the MC. Yeah. Yeah, they missing. couldn't give him his prize fashion's for worst dress. Fashion's not my strength. It's not my strength. <laughs> hey, Let's Mike, face it. we muck around about McGann Real Estate on here because Dits brings it up occasionally, but how many different people or organisations do you support throughout the year? I know you wouldn't count them, but it must just be – Dits tells us every week whether you're – pay for everyone to go to the footy down at South Adelaide one week or wherever it was and you know you had your Melbourne Cup day and now you're doing this but every other time you're always involved with organisations have you got any idea of how many people or how much money over a 12 month period you tip back into the community oh not not really I reckon when you work out all the agents to do their own individual things as well which is part of our culture to say who who you're helping in this year or what's going on they'd have one or two groups every year with all the agents and that's you know 30 plus guys and property management as well. And then with what the company does, it'd be over 100, 150 different, um, wow. different sporting communities or um, charities or whatever it might mm. be, just trying to... Trying to yeah, but I don't know the actual spend. It'd be... It'd be uh, In the hundreds. Oh, yeah. yeah Mike, what about... You've got a policy, haven't you, that people put part of their salary towards a charity as well? Yeah, yeah. We've been doing the Sammy D Foundation um, for the past 10 years. Um, Incredible. So every single employee of McGain, when they sign up, we sort of say, hey, would you like to um, donate you know, a portion of your money every fortnight? Um, and every single per- if they say no, obviously they don't get the job because we don't want those <laughs> yeah. types. Have, have, you, have you taken it out of ditzes? Or? Yeah, that's a good uh, No, actually, funny enough, no. He's one of the... No. Yeah, all right, we'll talk about that. Just do a year's worth next no, payday, please. We will talk about that, actually. Yeah, that's all a very right. good point. Hey, before you go... Tell us about your son's band. I think they won an award, didn't they? Yeah, Mum Thinks Blue last night. Um, Mum Thinks Blue? What do they win? Mum Thinks Blue. Um, what is it, SA Music Award? Uh, yeah. Funkin', Funkin', um, Careful. R&B or something? 
Well yeah. done. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah, they're good actually, mate. Like, I'm not just saying that. They're actually, they've got potential. I've seen them a couple of times. Yeah, they're yeah. really you know, talented. Fitz has always got the T-shirt on every time I yep. check into a live screen or whatever you, you, you guys go. do. He wears the McGain one and that. He swaps yeah. them The McGain yeah. one has got Mum Thinks Blue. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Now, Mike, thanks for being the major sponsor, but I think you're going to also have to come up with an idea to get Ditz to the finish line. So maybe, you know, a certain amount of money per kilometre that Ditz mm. does, all right? Just yeah. have a think about that if you could. I do. Oh, I will. And I'll get back to you what it's going to be or Ditz can announce whatever that could be. Yeah. All right. We've yeah. got a major announcement. Through some pain. Yeah. Yeah. Did you make it last year? <laughs> I did. Um, we had a fair few stops at a few watering holes <laughs> to get there. Right. We did. All right, mate. Hey, thanks for you, joining well us. Done. Thanks for your support. Always generous no McGain Real Estate. He is a ripper bloke and, uh, yeah, they, they help out whenever we ask. They really do. Fantastic. Well done.